Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 7, you will hear stories from our 8th collection, Lost and Found. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. A Fine Work by Joe Brown I cleaned up my truck last week. It was time. The fall weather was getting cooler, and I had a three-day weekend. It took all three days. It had been years since I'd taken on the task, and the large tray behind the seats had begun to overflow with stuff. My first task on Friday was to clean out everything in the cab and to vacuum the cracks and crevices, the carpet and seats, while removing the clothes and forgotten tools, getting up the petrified trail mix and a host of other lost items, I found a story about my mother. I had penciled it during my watch while my two brothers, my sister and I were taking turns staying nights with mom waning days of her life. Here is the most valuable thing I found in my truck. Busy Hands December 13th, 2014, 3.20 a.m. According to the corporate world, a successful woman strives to attain rank and climb the corporate ladder, make lots of money, and be important in the eyes of others. My mother did not work at these things. She didn't go to work. Shucks, she is one of a handful of people I know who never had a driver's license. She tried driving a couple of times, but it just wasn't for her. Mom's hands did find things to do, though. She was a good field hand. Mom would follow Papa George, that's Dad, dropping tobacco plants into the old water-filled handheld tobacco setter. Her hands would drop single plants at just the right time all day long or until the job was done. Later in the season, at priming time, she would tie hand after hand of tobacco leaves onto sticks with white string, stick after stick until all the sleds were empty. She tied many a barn of tobacco. She did this season after season for most of her life. Our family and surrounding neighbors could count on Mom's hands to help put in the crop. Of course, it wasn't just tobacco fields, but acre after acre of truck crops, just called gardens. We had the creek bottom garden, the river bottom garden, the hillside garden, you get the picture. We raised them for trade, to sell, and for the family table. Mama said there were two things she did not need in the garden, kids and dogs. She did most of the hoeing, weeding, and picking herself. After the harvesting came the preparation, canning, freezing, or cooking, so it would be eaten either now or later. Mom's hands knew just how to do all that, too. She was also a seamstress. People would come to her for a new dress or other articles of clothing to be made, adjusted, or mended. She loved to embroider, 
and to cross-stitch. In the winter, when it was cold outside, she would piece together little squares and make a quilt or two, teaching other family members the best way to do this or that. When they were biting or the basket in the river caught a good mess of catfish, Papa George and we boys might bring in a couple hundred or more. Did you know Mom would sit up way into the night cleaning and packaging and freezing them? Yes, her hands could really clean catfish, too. Boy, was Mama also a good country cook. She always put good food on the table, even when times were hard. Some of our favorites were fried catfish, turtle stew, squirrel gravy and biscuits, roasted possum or coon and persimmon pudding. Of course, she used a lot of fresh-squeezed whole milk from the family cow. Yes, she did the milking, too. Her hands knew how to do all that and much more. Among other things that her hands were busy at were keeping up with the family bills, keeping house, raising kids, grandkids when needed, and helping with the flowers and other things at church. She was also the family historian. If you needed to know who married whom and when, Mama remembered. Which side of the family did cousin so-and-so belong? Mom knew. So maybe Faye Brown did not strive to be a big wig executive, but her hands did good works after all. She always had busy and in my mind successful hands. But tonight, Mom's hands struggle for hours with the hems of the sheets like some unsolvable puzzle. Mom's busy hands did a fine work, no doubt about it. I was happy to recover that penciled letter from the refuse stored away in my truck, especially because Mom had gone home to be with her Lord and Papa George two days after I wrote it. Exhaustion and heightened emotions can flow right out when we write them down. Those words can be a blessing to you and others when you rediscover them. Copyright 2023, Joe Brown. Joe Brown is a native of North Carolina, born in Yadkin County and reared in Davie County. He now resides in the Bethania area of Forsyth County and has lived all his life within 40 miles of his birthplace. In February 2020, he retired from 50 years in the construction industry. Most of his previous writing has been daily journals on his mission trips to Kentucky, Canada, and Ecuador. His earliest published stories appeared in 2019, 2020, and 2021 personal story publishing projects. Editor's Note Another version of this story appeared previously on 6-Minute Stories podcast as a bonus episode during Season 2 in May 2020. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the eight anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next personal story publishing project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.